0: Hello, pet business owners. I hope you are doing great and having a really good week so far. I would love to hear what you're getting out of the podcast. If you want to leave a comment for me or share your insights on the show notes, I would love it. I am at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 49. And I also want to let you know, if you're not already a part of the Prosperous Pet Business Facebook group, I would love to have you join me there as well. You can search for Prosperous Pet Business and you'll see the Facebook group pop up You will then be asked if you want to join, and you can request that and answer just a few questions. And then I would love to have you in there. We have about 2,500 pet business owners from around the world who are in that group, and they are really committed to creating successful pet businesses while also having a really easeful and balanced life. So if that interests you, I really want to encourage you to join the Prosperous Pet Business Facebook group. Also, if you are on Instagram, I would love to connect with you there. You can find me at Pet Coach. That's P E T B I Z Coach, all one word. So, Pet Biz At Instagram, and I would love to connect with you on that wonderful, wonderful site. So those of you that are connected with me on Instagram, you may have recently seen me talk about attending a wonderful meditation retreat. I went to this great, very remote meditation center. They have a men's retreat center on the property, and they have a women's, and they're very much separated. And it is Deep in nature and just gorgeous trees, flowers, hiking trails. It's just quite incredible. And I am not going to share where it is because I would love to go actually once a month. In fact, that's my plan (laughs) to really decompress. I did a digital detox, so I didn't bring my phone or my computer. In fact, you're not allowed to. It's a Discouraged and forbidden, basically. So I went and just really detoxed from all the technology that I'm on these days. And I bet you can relate to that, right? You're probably on a lot of technology too. And it was so nice to take a break. And I have to say that even though it's been a bit of time since I've been back, I still feel. Really, really relaxed in a way that I don't always feel after a vacation. It's interesting. And this was just 24 hours. So if you're really feeling like you need a digital detox or you need to really relax, I would encourage you to search online for a meditation retreat if that interests you at all. Some people there weren't meditating. You don't necessarily have to meditate at a meditation retreat but it can be a way to just be able to be in silence. And for me also, being able to just be quiet for 24 hours was absolutely wonderful. So I want to encourage you guys to explore that if that's something that interests you. So I want to talk today before we dive into the coaching session, I want to talk about the coaching client. So I love working with these coaching clients. And before I talk about Nikki and her wife stuff, I want to say that everyone that you hear on these coaching sessions on the podcast has agreed to be recorded. I don't just record coaching sessions. (laughs) I work with a lot of people each week, and most of them are not for the podcast, and they are not recorded. I only allow the ones on the podcast of my coaching clients who have agreed to be on the podcast. And they do that not only to help themselves, but they do that to help you guys, which is so generous of them. You know, it can be pretty vulnerable for these coaching clients to agree to, you know, be recorded for a podcast (laughs) that will be aired all over the world. Um, That can be very daunting. And yet these coaching clients have just stepped up and shown up in such a brave way. And it's been such an honor and a pleasure to work with them. So I just feel a lot of gratitude toward these coaching clients who have agreed to do this. So before we dive into today's coaching session with Nikki, I want to share that she owns a dog running and dog walking business in Canada. Nikki and her wife, Steph, you will not hear Steph on the podcast, but Nikki will be there. They've had their pet business for three years and they have 15 people working for them, and they need to hire a lot more given the demand for the service they're providing. They're business just is booming you guys. So they love running their business and they want to travel and in fact they've booked an almost 5 week trip to Australia in November. So Nikki needs help, you know, figuring out how to go about getting the staff they need so they can step away from their pet business for an extended period of time. And that is something that is really near and dear to my heart because Some of you may know that I lived in Bali for six months while my pet business ran under the care of my managers and my wonderful pet sitters and dog walkers. And it was such a transformative experience for me. And, you know, not everybody is interested in travel or especially travel for an extended period of time, but that is a really deep love of mine. I love actually landing in a country and really feeling like I'm a part of it. And that, you know, after a while, I feel like I belong there. It's a really great feeling. And that is a deep love for Nikki and her wife, Steph, too. It's really important to them. So I was so happy to work with them because you know i love helping people achieve their dreams and it's just really fun at doing the impossible in some ways you know like some people may look and think but you have 15 people and you need to hire more and yet you're going to be going away for almost 5 months how can you do that so you will hear how she can do that and how they can do that in this coaching session. I invite you to sit back and relax and step into the phone line with me and Nikki. Hello. Hello, Nikki. How are Hi. you? How are you? Hi.
1: I am good. I am good. I am so happy to be working with you today and helping
2: really you.
1: Excited. So, yeah, uh, great. So, tell me about your business. And I believe you're in Canada, is that right?
2: Yes, we are in okay, Canada. Okay, great. We are called Dog Jogs. Uh, we specialize mm-hmm. in running dogs. Um, mm-hmm. We still do walks and 30 minute visits, and we do pet sitting as well. We've been in business for just, just about three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Started Dog Jogs as a side hustle, was going to, you know, mm-hmm. replace. Uh, my other part-time job and yep. found within, I don't know, eight months, we needed help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, great.
2: So, um, so, yeah, I co own with my wife, um, Steph. Uh-huh. Great. Um, uh-huh. So, Steph just left her job, her full-time job as we've been working full-time and running dog jogs full-time. Um, so, yeah. she just in February to run dog jogs full-time. Great. We have... 15 ICs right now helping. Wow. We're transitioning to employees probably by the end of the year, just kind of talking with our accountant and lawyer and how that'll look and all that. So that's our plan. Yeah. And it's just, it's busy. Yeah. More than we'd ever even guessed.
1: Well, (laughs) you know, you, you hit the ground running here. I mean, for you, To have needed to hire after eight months is really, really quite something. It says a lot about the need for where you are and also the service you're providing. So that is fantastic. And I get that it probably feels pretty overwhelming. I mean, now you have 15 staff members. (laughs) That's intense. And I'm so glad that Steph let go of her her job because you need her and she needs to be immersed in the company right now so that must be a relief at least
2: yeah it has been a huge stress relief for both of us like obviously still you know daily stuff that pops up or people are sick last minute bookings but yeah yeah difference in that we can actually have some plans with friends and family and
1: exactly (laughs) yeah I mean she was probably working kind of two full-time jobs between the business and her full-time job. Right.
2: Yeah. It just felt like we were yeah. all, you know, like either at work or at home working or with dogs. Or yeah.
1: Working yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that there's no way to sustain that. So you're in a really good place because you have the supportive staff that you need. I know that you're super busy right now, right? That's, the biggest thing, you feel overwhelmed. Tell me more about what you're struggling with.
2: Sure. So we like to travel a lot. Uh-huh. Okay. i connected through your podcast about that, I'm like, yes, we want to be um, where Kristen was when she could take off and have her yep. masters uh, or admin uh, people run the business kind of thing. So we actually have a trip yep. book for November. Great. Um, it, and we have gone on trips in the last uh, two years, but they've been about at uh-huh. most two weeks, and we still work while we're away, which is fine. We, like we don't mind checking in that kind of thing, uh-huh. but this trip, uh-huh. need to be off the grid because we'll be in Australia instead of Canada. So.
1: Yep. Okay, great. So the good news is you've got lots of time and there's some things to set up for this. So, One of the first things you're going to need to do, I mean, let me ask you this before we jump into talking about possibly hiring a manager to help you. Hmm. How are you doing in terms of your 15 ICs? Do you feel like you need even more staff members? Are you hiring more now? What does that look like?
2: We are still interviewing basically every two weeks or monthly kind of thing. Uh Yep. Kind of. Every month it's almost different. <laughs> yep. Yep. So right now we need weekend people as our weekends have yep. been picking. up. Um,
1: yep. Okay, good. Just, um, just a couple things around that. One is if you get somebody just for the weekends, it may be that you find a great person who will stay and be happy to work weekends. But usually that's a surefire way for burnout for your weekend staff. So, you know, what you could do is maybe have like one weekend on and one weekend off or something like that. Maybe you hire two weekend people and then they rotate. But it's sort of like the dog walking. I don't know if you've heard me talk about that, but if you have dog walkers walk five days a week, they tend to stay like 20% less time than they would if they only work two to three days a week, then they end up staying like maybe five or six, sometimes 10 years versus like a year, maybe if you're lucky if they're, you know, working five days a week. So it's the same with weekend people. And what I don't want you to get in the habit of, And this is why hiring wisely is so important. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to get in the habit of two things. One is hiring these people, it takes a lot of time and energy to hire Mm -hmm. somebody and train them and, you know, introduce them to your clients. It's just a lot of energy expended. And so what I don't want to happen for you is you spend all this energy and then they only stay for like two or three months. It's not a good return on investment. (laughs) So that's why you really want to look at the schedule that you're giving them. And a lot of staff, and this is very different from business owners, like you and staff are business owners. So Mm -hmm. you're going to be more willing to take more on because you're totally invested in the company. It's your baby, right? Staff members aren't similar like that. I had a couple staff members that were like that. They were fantastic, but most are not. And so they will get burned out and they won't tell you. Like you have to be really on the ball and paying attention, you know, to the schedule. And if they start complaining, you want to make sure that you're saying, do you need a break? You know, and that can be challenging when you're short staff. So it sounds like you are at the place and it just makes sense given the huge growth quickly. You're at the place where you just, you do need to hire like every month, regardless of if you need someone or not, because you will need someone. (laughs) So it's almost like marketing or invoicing. This is something that is a regular, now going to become a regular part of your schedule. Because also what we don't want to have happen is for you to be in Australia and, All hell breaks loose back home because, you know, you your staff are burned out and it's November, the beginning (laughs) of the holidays, you know, it can just be we don't want that. The other thing yeah, (laughs) I know. The other thing that I want you to be looking at too, and this happens a lot for pet business owners that are where you're at in your business. You have 15 people, you and your partner working in the business. But what I'm imagining is that you guys have become the emergency contact or not contact, but you're the emergency backup. And so is that right?
2: Yeah. Which we're trying to add people so that we're, we're not good.
1: (laughs) Okay. So what this requires, I I went through this and it was um, kind of like tough love with myself because I would just jump in. I felt like I can do it. I can run over there. I can take care of the pets. But what happened was then, you know, I had let go of all the services, but then I was still doing as many services as I had done before I let go. And so I had to get really creative around how to solve the problem of the emergency backup. And I ended up hiring a couple people that were not on call, but they were flexible. They had a really flexible schedule and like for dog walking, I would, I found a couple, you know, stay at home moms who just wanted to do it for fun. They didn't even want to do it for work. They wanted to do it for exercise, for fun, and they didn't really need to work, but they wanted to. So they were the ideal candidate for dog walking and with their hours too. It just worked really well. So, that's what you're going to want to be looking for in terms of dog walking and maybe students, you know, for like morning and evening visits. Do you do pet sitting in addition to the dog running or is it just like dog walking dog running?
2: On occasion, like our 30 minute okay. visits can be used as pet sitting, but typically it's walks. Yeah, majority. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, what I would do, you are filling a niche in the market where you're at in Canada. So I wouldn't diversify your energy and your services at this point. I would just keep it really simple for both you, your staff and your clients. I mean, it would be one thing if you looked at the numbers and you realized, you know what, we're bringing in like a thousand dollars a month with pet sitting. So we do need to keep it. But right. if you're realizing, you know what, maybe $100, maybe 200 a month, then I would say it's better to just stay focused and have your laser attention on this one niche that you're providing, which is dog walking, dog running. That makes
2: sense.
1: Yeah, because the more you're spread out, and even in terms of services, the more your energy is dissipating, right? We want to really... Keep it locked and loaded.
2: Sure. Yeah, we even, oh, do you do 15-minute visits? And we... Right. No. Nope. No, let's not. Yeah.
1: Get no. Yeah. And I would also be looking at if you have clients that use you sporadically, yeah. I would at this point be looking at not allowing that. You know, okay. I would... Let them know that, and you want to give them plenty of advance notice because they've been used to it and they're going to be really upset (laughs) that you no longer provide this, but that is super stressful for you and your walkers to all of a sudden scramble to help, right? You've got your group set and then you have to like put in another dog or whatever the route. So what I want you to do is give them at least a month's notice, the ones who are sporadic and just say, You know, I know that you've called us for sporadic dog walking or dog jogging. Unfortunately, as of June 1st, 2019, we're no longer going to be available for that. What we are available for are set days a week. So, you know, with a minimum of two, something like that. And you can occasionally add more if you need to, but we need, you know, at least 24 hours and, you know, In that case, we might be able to accommodate you, something like that, because that's going to really add a lot of emergency stress to your schedule and your walker schedule that is unnecessary at this point.
2: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
3: on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success. Starting right now, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New Courses, are added monthly these online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability and you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering to find out more go to petbusinesscourses.com
1: so as far as also with the emergency backup so you know what might happen is you get a walker who's sick or and then you're calling all your walkers to see if they can do it. So you have to get really creative when you are no longer the emergency backup. And I really had to draw the line in the sand for myself. Yeah. And it was not easy because it, my business was my baby, you know. And so when a walker or sitter would call and, you know, they wouldn't be able to do it last minute, it was stressful. And that's why sometimes it felt easier for me to do it, but in the long run it wasn't easier. Because then clients depended on me always being the emergency backup, and not only that my staff expected it. Right. And then I expected it of myself. So I had to just get really creative. And so some of the things I did like I said I got, you know, stay-at-home moms who, you know, Anyone really, it doesn't have to be a stay at home mom, but somebody that has that flexible daytime schedule and they don't really need to work, but they want to, is a good candidate for this, for being able to jump in kind of last minute. And also getting a neighbor, you know, getting neighbor information from your clients, you know, and you can contact them and say, in the event of an emergency, if my walker ever can't make it and we don't have a backup, I would love to have a a neighbor that might be home, you know, their number. Is that okay? Just so you're prepared and you've kind of prepared them ahead of time. You know, some clients may say we don't want our neighbor to walk the dog. And then, you know, then you'll have to figure out an alternative solution. But most people will be fine with that.
2: Yeah, that's, I'm pretty sure we could add that into our software. Okay, great. Contact as well okay
1: perfect okay great the other thing um I mean you the thing how long are you going to be gone for in November
2: four and a half weeks
1: (gasps) oh that's so exciting very (laughs) I'm so glad for you so I don't know if you know but I got my ticket the moment I decided I was going and then I just I had to like do it and I, I got a non-refundable ticket because <laughs> I was like, girlfriend, you are going to make this happen. Come hell or high water. And you know, the pressure really helped. So, you know, the fact that you're going away that long, I love that. And I'm super happy for you. And I know I said you have time, but for that kind of trip, you do need to get on it right away. So the first thing I want you to do is, is I want you to look at your current dog walkers and dog joggers and see, I want you to write a list of all 15 that you currently have. Okay. And then what I want you to do is without thinking about it too much, put a star next to the ones that you think could be a good fit in terms of managing your company. And when you're thinking about them, again, you want to kind of do this from your intuition rather than your logical brain. But, you know, if your logical brain comes into play, you want to think, is this person a good communicator? Do clients like them? Are they friendly on the phone? You know, do they have good grammar, you know, via email and spelling and all that, you know? But first, I just want you to put stars next to the ones you think intuitively could be a good fit. And then after you've done that, then what I want you to do is to really look at it from that more logical place. And then from there, circle the starred ones that you think could be a good fit based on logic. So we're going to start with intuition and then we're moving to logic. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. And then what I want you to do after you've circled them is I want you to put like a 1 next to the one that you think could be the best one okay. and then a 2 and then a 3 and there may only be two or three. You right. know, this is a super different skill set than dog walking. And not very many of your dog walkers are going to be a good fit for this, nor will they want to do it. You know, some won't want to do it. So, I want you to do this quickly because I actually want you to do that this week like I would say at the latest by Friday so that over the weekend you can then approach your dog walkers and ask them if they would be interested. Now, one of the things that you want to do to prepare is to actually create a job description. Right. If you haven't already done that and if you, you know, feel crunched for time or whatever, I have a manager manual for sale on my website, and a lot of people have used that as well as an application packet for managers so that, you know, you would basically contact them, see if they're even interested in it, and then you could send them the job description with a little editing from what you need to do on your end, you know, because yours is going to be different from mine because I provided pet sitting, dog walking, and Um, overnight pet sitting, but a lot of it will be the same for a manager. So you can purchase that. I can send you a link after the coaching session. If you, if you want that great, you can also just look at it and kind of get a sense for what's on there and create your own. So whatever you want is fine with me, but um, you definitely want to have a job description that you are giving them and preferably an application packet along with that job description so that they are filling out questions and you're getting a sense of you know their ability to do this job right. and then if you feel like after you receive the packet back from them then what you want to do is actually you want to if you feel like they're a good fit after you've received the application packet back then what you want to do is you want to set up a time to meet with them and, but first you actually want to send them the manager manual so that they can review it and either highlight, you know, you can send it to them via email and they can highlight the parts that don't make sense, but this will really save a lot of time and energy. Right. And so you'll, when you meet with them face to face for this particular job, you will have a lot of information you're going to have. They're going to send you the manager manual with highlights of things that don't make sense. You're going to have the application packet to review. And then you can just talk to them, you know. And I would actually, because you're going to be gone for four and a half weeks, I would look at hiring two rather than just one. Because then... You can have them trade off weekends because, again, if you have somebody working every single weekend or seven days a week or, you know, in this case, 32 days, <laughs> that that won't go over in the United <laughs> States nor Canada, I would imagine. So we want them to get a break, especially because they might still be doing some dog walking yeah. during the day. And all of my managers, just so you know, did do dog walking or pet sitting in addition to the managing. How
2: many hours of like admin stuff did they average and like versus like how many hours did they dog walk roughly, I guess?
1: Yeah. So I, I'm thinking about my very main manager who was kind of the head person when I went away to Bali for six months and India for a month. So I was gone for seven months. Um, So she, yeah. So she managed three days, um, and I had four managers at that point. So the other three managed the other days that my main manager, Linda, did not manage. And um, But she was kind of the liaison. Like if the clients had an issue, the other managers would contact Linda. And, you know, so she was still sort of working and she would get paid for that time that she needed to during the time that she wasn't really officially managing. Um, But then she did dog walking during the week, three days a week. So she walked, I think, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it was like maybe 10 to 2, something like that. Yeah. So all in all, she probably worked about 30 hours a week, I would say. Yeah. But nobody was full-time. I mean, Linda was the closest to that because she worked, you know, 30, sometimes 35 hours a week. Yeah. But everyone else worked part-time, you know, 20 hours or less. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's good. and we do have, yeah, uh, there's a couple of our walkers who, yeah, we've kind of talked about that like uh, they might be a good fit for that and actually one did approach great. us with that,
1: helping with it. Ah, great. Yeah. That's well, a good we, sign.
2: Yeah. So we just hadn't we told her like this was a couple months ago and we're like we're not quite there yet but we'll keep you in mind and yeah that's
1: good
2: a great yeah great thing to hear because she's also like she's one of those people that will go out and run or walk like whenever needed and
1: oh communicate
2: like communicates really well and yeah one of those so that's
1: so important yeah Finding an animal lover who's also just so good with people and is a good communicator is not totally rare, but it's (laughs) wonderful to find them. (laughs) And it it sometimes takes a little bit longer than most people would like. So I love that you have that person and maybe others on on staff currently.
2: Everything you made or you've said has made sense and, yeah, has helped... Uh, clarify some things for me even just knowing the hours kind of that your main um, person work like and that yeah everyone was part-time our accountant has said like he wants us to find uh, full-time people and we're like that turnover is going to be too
1: high so you're right yeah Yeah. he's not right you're right (laughs) so that's so yeah yeah, that's
2: All good that you said that too. I'm like,
1: we're right. I know we're right. (laughs) Yes, you are, and you know the business. I mean, you you know, you have more just through the three years of osmosis of running your business, being around the dogs, knowing the people. You know a lot, so trust that people that aren't in this business will say things like, "Oh, you should do this. You should do that," and. Yeah. It probably won't be right. <laughs> it's a very different business than any other kind of service based business. Dealing with pets, humans, houses.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah it's, everyone is just like, Oh, it's just dog walking and it's like, Oh no, it's no, so <laughs> <laughs> no it's really not.
1: <laughs> it's very different. Yeah. 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 It's wonderful. And it's challenging. You yeah. know, it's both. It's like life. It's wonderful and it's challenging. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Also what makes it so good, I think. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Right. So (laughs) it's not, it's hard and it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rewarding. And I, I can imagine you feel so if you don't, I hope that you do, that you feel really proud of yourself for what you've created in a relatively short period of time. I was just working with someone before you who has been in business for about a year and a half, and they are totally struggling to get clients. And it's so wonderful to hear how you've really hit the ground running and you know part of it is being in the right place at the right time in the right area but part of it is really having an innate business skill too which it sounds like you do to be able to really navigate this and to create the success that you've created in you know three years. Yeah. It's been insane. Really. <laughs> we're
2: like, oh, you know, lots of times we're like, are we, are we right? What are we doing? Why are we doing this?
1: Yes. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. Especially when it's overwhelming, it's like, why? <laughs> so that that's a good question. As we end this,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: really want you and Steph too. I want you both to be looking at the why, and you might even want to write down, why are we doing this? And I would do it separately and then I would connect you know, have a date night where you guys connect and talk about your why. And she talks about her why. And it Mm -hmm. may be different and some of them may be the same, but the why's are going to be really important. You're having some growing pains and, you know, you're up to some big things. You're looking at taking a, a huge, wonderful trip, which is so great. And it's a lot to prepare for. I mean, You know, it's not only preparing your business, but it's preparing your life. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot there. And you can totally do it. But, you know, the why will keep you remembering. Like, you know, your why, one of your whys might be, I want to create a business that runs like a well-oiled machine, whether I'm here or not.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: To turn into a mini you where we can travel whenever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, what's so funny is that I do still travel a lot, but when I came back from my second trip to Bali, I had visions that I would actually live there part time. That was, I was looking at renting a house there, like getting a 20 year lease on a house in Bali and they don't sell homes. They only do land leases with homes on the land. And I ended up meeting the man who became my husband and he has regular job (laughs) and he has land in Hawaii, beautiful parcel of land overlooking the ocean before we met. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to be building a little house there. And so we'll be living there part-time and living in the Bay area part-time. So it's just funny how the vision You know, I had this one vision, but then life has other plans, you know? Mm -hmm. And so be open to that. And that's the gift of travel, too. I mean, you and Steph will not come back the same people that you were when you left. You just won't. And that is a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's like standing on top of a mountain and getting that incredible perspective. That is travel for long periods of time. That's what it does.
2: Yeah. Looking
1: forward to Yeah. That. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm super excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, my dear. Well, I hope you have a great day and have fun implementing some of these action steps here. And I will send you a link to the manager oh, kit awesome. and the application packet. And you can, again, no pressure to get it but you can just look it over and it'll give you some guidance in terms of making your own, if that's what you decide to do. So awesome. okay. well, I wish you all the you best. All right. Thank you. You too. All right, my dear. Have a wonderful day.
2: Thank you. Thanks, Kristen. Okay. okay.
1: Take care.
0: Bye. Hello, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed that session with Nikki And I would love to hear your insights and comments on the show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 49. That's the number 49. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 49. And I also want to remind you guys my newest book, The Hiring Handbook for Pet Sitters and Dog Walkers is coming out very soon. It's going to be out in August 2019. So if you're listening to this after August 2019, it is out. And you will find it on my website. You'll find it on Amazon. It's available in Kindle version. It's available in paperback. I am planning on making it into an audiobook as well. And speaking of audiobooks, I do have my first audiobook that is now on Audible, iTunes, and Amazon. And the book is 30 Days to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business. And even if you have a dog training business, or you want to start a dog training business, or a doggy daycare, or a pet grooming shop, you will find a lot of valuable resources in that start and grow book. Even though it was written for pet sitters and dog walkers, it's really for all pet business owners. And all pet business owners who are service-based pet business owners will get a lot of value from it. So I want to encourage you to check that out if you have any you know, resonance with that, if that's something that you need. And I want to wish you such a beautiful day. And a great week. And I will see you very soon here on the podcast. Okay, take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.ProsperousPetBusiness.com or www.SixFigurePetBusinessAcademy.com